man, welcome back to the Gray Space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yepers. And we are back with another fire interview for you guys. Yes, 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 we are back. But before we get going, y'all know what to do. Make sure you subscribe to become part of the tribe. Do us right. Hit that like and comment because you are loving the content. Apple, Spotify, leave nothing but a five-star review. Now, what you heard, just a five-star review. Now, we got a special guest in the building, my guy. Now we do, man. Now we do. And uh, our guest today uh, is, is an entrepreneur out of, out of Phoenix. His show, African American Made, showcases other black entrepreneurs and their endeavors, their businesses, uh, to potential supporters and consumers alike. He also just recently started the Rayshon and Shaka podcast with Mr. Rayshon himself, where they cover a wide variety of topics. He's here to talk about all of that, plus tell his story on the only place stories originate. Please welcome Mr. Shaka Shabazz to the gray space welcome welcome oh, thanks for having me yeah, yeah man i think you're sure. to look i'm already doing it you already, already gave me instructions yeah, 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 just, just, just relax i'm about to grab it and shove it in your dog we all good man all right man we got you <laughs> thank you guys for having me it's a uh, blessing to meet you guys and yeah yeah man here. likewise yes. yeah sure. we, we've been uh we've been uh playing tag uh with, with getting you on the show but Finally, awesome to have you here. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Um, timing is everything. Yes. Timing is everything. Timing Always. is everything. Yeah. Um, good friend of of friends of ours, not just TJ, but uh, Miss Kathy Blaze as well, and a Absolutely. couple others. Yes, yes. Um, Great people. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome people. Yeah. And, and you know, anytime uh, there's any type of recommendation from any, any one of those, it's, we always say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, That's and, true, and, man. and then as we kind of. We're diving into um, what you do as far as the shows. It's like, okay, we don't really have that out here, right? As far as somebody showcasing other businesses, especially in Arizona, where I feel like a lot of times it seems to be a crab in a barrel mentality. Um, And so for you to be doing that, I mean, I've talked about it multiple times on the show where we need places where we can find these businesses. I mean, there's so many hidden gems, jewels throughout the city, throughout the outer cities, the the, the Chandlers, the the Buckeyes, whatever. You just don't know where they're at. Um, and so for you to do that is amazing. Talk to us about, you know, kind of leading up into that show, kind of how you got, got into it. We talked uh, before we got on and you were uh, went to Crass as well. I'm an alumni. Yep, yep. Um, Alumnus, alumni. Yeah, yeah. One one of the two. One of the two. Right, right. Yes. Um, So obviously you have a history of uh, being in music, being around the boards and stuff like that. Talk to us about kind of your journey and how you got to the show African American Mate. Oh, man. So it wasn't a direct line for sure. Um, Went to Crass. You know, I did music. Um, you know, I thought I was going to be a hip hop producer, okay, you know, R and B producer, things okay. like that. Uh, let, me, let me stop you, real. I'm sorry, man. This I know it's super early, and I do usually never do this. I'm sorry, but you just caught me off guard. Like, did you make music? Did you yes, actually did. like make beats and oh, stuff yes, like that? I had the full scale thing. I had okay, yeah. I put the cart before the horse. I had a full fledged home studio. Um, before I went to Crass. Okay. I went to Crass because I felt like I had kind of plateaued. I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. It was always, always my dream to go back there, go there uh, mm-hmm. back then. So I went, and you know you know the, the track you do that, and you got to do an internship and all that. Got broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was broke when I went there, but I was even more <laughs> even broke. More when, broke. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had all this equipment, and I had this great education, and um Things were just real bad. Come around in 2008, you know, had the crash and everything, and mm-hmm. the brother had to get a job, mm-hmm. you know. So <laughs> that that still had to, you know, all the gear. I mean, every penny I could find, I was buying something. Mm-hmm. Remember when Guitar Center used to be the joint, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. Good, Guitar Center used to be like Disneyland. Yes. Back oh. For those who don't, don't it remember. It still is Disneyland. No, it's a shell of what it used to be. <laughs> I went in there a few days ago, oh, and really? it's like, yeah, I mean, you used to have... Rolls of keyboards, 
Remember that? I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, yeah. Rolls and keyboards, all kind of peripheral stuff. I mean, now they don't even have any of that stuff in there. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Even the DJ stuff used to be like the, the, the live sound and the, mm-hmm. uh, the recording uh, studio they had in yeah. there with the racks of gear. They have yeah. pictures of the racks of gear. No, they don't no. have the, the actual <laughs> gear in there anymore. It's all pictures it's like stuff? Big, yeah, like pick full blow, like life-size pictures of what the the gear that's crazy. You know, the, the outboard gear so anyway i say all that to say that um got back got out and uh just had to get went to work man i went to work and my passion and my you know dream for you know getting into the into the business and turn it to a professional hobby you know and from there you know how i went so fast forward a few years when you know the internet thing started popping off um, which I learned now. I'm really, really late. I'm like 15 years late. But I always had this idea to do a, do a show. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to put it together. I was from the audio, you know, music era. That didn't know what, how the whole internet thing was working. Right. You know, YouTube was popping. Right. And um, so I had a, initially I had an idea to do something. And I wanted to do maybe some kind of review or some kind of man on the scene type thing at okay. a restaurant or something like that. Okay. And later years obviously everybody was doing that so right. I, I want to do something more community based something where I'm contributing something a little more uh, narrow it down and I came up with the concept well maybe I should profile and showcase um, businesses and then I said well maybe I should profile and showcase African American businesses mm. that's kind of like a niche thing and people are coming here every day right I mean, all the time, he just droves of people here, and they're always looking for the spots. They're looking for yep. the, who's the hot barber, mm-hmm. who's the, yep. you know, where the churches are, and yep. things like that. So I thought that it would be a great idea to, to put that together. took me three year, two years to put it together okay. and decide how I wanted to do it. Yeah. So um, I kept messing around with it researching what I need and you know how that you know that rabbit hole right yes. you know? mm-hmm. they tell yes. you you need an iPhone and uh, iPhone and a, and a ring light and you come to find out no that's not what you need to do <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know how people do things with a ring light and a phone it's amazing to me <laughs> yeah you know um, so got the gear and then I came to the point where I needed to actually get out there and start you know talk to these people and figuring out how I'm going to do this you okay know? And uh, kept on, you know, uh, and, you know, just messing around with it until someone said, hey, look, just go out there and record someone. You know, it's going to be it's going to suck. It's not going to be perfect. Right. You know, um, and I know I wanted to come I want to come out the gate professional. I want to come out the gate looking like this. I want to. It's not going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. So right. it didn't. And um, once I start, once I did the first video, Wings and Things, shout out to Wings and Things. Okay. I don't know if y'all been there. Fire, fire. Yep, yep. Um, that was my first video. And, uh, you know, I, I, I bust the cap off the top, man. I've been doing them every, every day. I mean, not every day, but every week since then. You know, it's been a year now. Dope. And I've showcased so far about 50 uh, that, that are on the site. A few that are not on there that I've done that, that I'm, you know, in the works. But yeah, I've met some wonderful, amazing people that are just on the grind doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the, the main reason I went that route is because, for for several reasons, and I have to say this because you know, um, you know, I, I think it's important to what we all do here. Um, in media, as much as what we do, as much as what we do, we still seem to can't get out of that bad stigma. Negative, the negative stigma and the negative stereotypes, right? As many people as we have, like, on a national scene that are doing some amazing things, right? Mm. Ball players, rappers, you know, right. business people. We still seem to get this, the, every, the man on the block, the everyday brother mm-hmm. and sister, still seem to have can't kick that stigma of that negative stereotype. Right. So I wanted to showcase just everyday people Trying to get it on the grind, doing okay, it. Okay, I see. You know, I see. Yeah. The local mom and spot, pop spots, the the therapist, mm-hmm. the you know the um, the brother concierge, you know, yeah. um, you know, you name it. You know, people that are opening up their own, you know, uh, small restaurants. You know, food trucks, whatever. Food truck, yeah. food trucks. You name right. it. You know, so many people, and there's so many professions and businesses that I have yet to to get, uh, to do that I have, um, you know, I have plans to do. But um, there's so many more than I even imagined. I mean, you when know? you said you said 50, like 
that's incredible mm-hmm. because I, you like you said, so much more than you imagine. You wouldn't even think maybe you got ten in the city, fifty black owned business, whatever it is. Like you said, yes. therapists, food trucks, whatever. Because a lot of times, again, we're out here and and we're giving our dollars to other businesses just because of the sheer fact that. We just don't know. Just don't know. Mm-hmm. And they're exactly. not going to pop up on the Yelps. Exactly. They're not going to pop up on the Googles. They're they're just not going to pop up, right? Even the the local some of the local businesses that are not black owned are going to show up before the black owned businesses, right? And so, fifty businesses is incredible, and the fact that you still have the room. To find more, to get more, because yeah. there are more, right? Yes. They're, they're just, the Absolutely. fact is, there are. So yeah. that's incredible. Yes. And you make a good point. Um, when I first started, I'm like, okay, there aren't that many black people out here, right? So this was going to be easy, right? Okay. And everybody, you know, we all say that we're all spread out here, right? Right. So. I'm thinking, oh, you know, I should be wrapped this up in a minute, right? And then I just learned. And, I mean, those are the people that responded. Those are the people that I've, you know, actually done the videos with. Right. And outside of the, the ones that I've, um, that I've made contact with but haven't done the video with, okay. right? And there's so many more. So there are way more people out here doing things. The thing about the Yelp thing or the directories is this. And this is, that was the first I figured, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. How I'm going to, obviously, shocking you one person. You can't go door to door to all these places all over the all over the valley. Right. I ended up trying to do that anyway. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to these uh, directories and you say soul food, well, I mean, black soul foods are not going to just be extracted from that list mm. or whatever you're looking for, right? Mm. So, it, I mean, painstakingly going through this to find these businesses. Right. But this is the beauty in finding some of the businesses. They know other business owners and they refer you to them. Got you. And once you start getting in a community, um, then you kind of start hearing about other people and what other people are doing. You start right. getting in circles and things like that. Okay. So that's kind of how it's worked for me. My goal was 100 videos by July, just past July. Okay. And, um, well, that didn't happen for several reasons, but I uh, got sick in the interim and things like that. But oh, um, that was my goal. And the reassess, figure out what worked, what didn't work. Now, mind you, I'm still growing with the equipment. I'm still growing in the knowledge of even how to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a one-man show, so I pack up all the stuff in the car, and I go wherever the business is. So you go there. to the actual businesses? Yeah, so that's the niche for me is that I want to talk to the business owner okay. in their environment, in their establishment. And it's a larger task than I thought. It's very rewarding, but... It's, you know, it's a lot. Um, and you know, so the restaurant thing is kind of hard to do because they're so busy. It's all, you know, a restaurant always have a bunch of moving parts going on all the time. Right. So um, I haven't been doing as many restaurants because it's just getting the schedule together to do yeah. that is 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 very um uh is you know just a lot of work, but um that's the way I do it. And that's incredible. Yeah, yeah and I gotta hand it to you too because. We, we're from California, right? Yeah. And the thing that we talk about a lot. A lot. Is the mom and pop shop. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Because here in the Phoenix area uh, and all the suburbs of it is overshadowed by the super Walmarts, the super Targets. Mm-hmm. The, chain, the chain places. They yeah. are yeah. everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, fine, whatever you shop there, that's, that's cool, but there's... It's different in California, and I don't know how to explain it to people that don't know California because it's about the mom and pop shop. And look, there's still the Walmarts and the the Target. Mm -hmm. There's still all the chain stuff there, too. But for some reason, the mom and pop is showcased in California. It's almost like they're giving a platform already or it's already been established. Mm -hmm. So I have to hand it to you because... Like Dre said, there's really nobody doing that here right. to showcase these businesses yes. in that kind of light. Like, man, get come to this food truck, come to this fashion shop, the thrift shop, come mm-hmm. to you know whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
because I think we need to see that as just a citizen or, I mean, as a as somebody who lives in the Phoenix area, we need to see this more mm-hmm. and more, you know? Yeah, I thank you for that. But one, uh, there's a point I want to make about African-American made because I've gotten some um, pushback on what I'm doing, uh, not to take it in a negative light, but uh, African-American made is to showcases and promote African-American businesses. Mm-hmm. Those businesses don't care who come in and buy their burger, their shoes, their 1, hats, of their, you know, who comes in and get their, their right. services or practice. Yeah. It's not excluding anyone. Right. It's basically introducing those people or those businesses through my platform to the community. Yeah. For anyone to come to. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not saying black people here. These are the black businesses only do business with black people. Um, it's It would be insane to do that because there's far too many services that and, and uh, products and, and expertise that are out there that no one community does it all. Right. Right. So it's just saying, hey, look, these guys are here, you know, right. and check them out if you support or if you because there are people that are that look for African-American business. They want to support first. But if they go to three stores that day, you know, two of them are going to be non black stores right. or, or whatever, because yeah. that's just they don't serve. They don't serve every need to the community right no group does that right so i'd like to make that point real clear some people kind of really question the african-american made thing you know so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, and and that always seems to be an issue um when whenever that topic comes up and and i always feel like if you have a problem with it there's a much deeper issue that you have that absolutely. you have absolutely because yes. you should understand is that the light is just not there and if it's not shined upon these businesses it will never be there yes. and 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 it historically like now we have go do your research go do your history mm-hmm. so you can understand mm-hmm. why you're doing it and so for those people who are saying that you know i mean there's a bunch of rocks in Arizona Take your feet out there and go kick them. You know what I'm saying? Like 100%. Because well, from a personal level, I think that um, some people, black people, I'm talking specifically about black people, oh, we really have a problem with espousing that black thing. Like, you don't have to be, hmm. you don't have to be Stokely Carmichael or Martin Luther King out there, you know, pumping your fists every day to, 100%. to, to be proud of who you are 100%. and still engage with the community and the world around you. Yeah. I mean, that's just life. No other other groups do it all the time. All you the know, time. they are proud of who they are. They're mm-hmm. proud of their heritage, their culture, their race, and their um and their and their religion. Yep. And they do business with the world. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, right. for some reason, maybe it's because of our our you know track in America. Um, uh, we we're to a point now where we think that we just gotta like in order to engage with the rest of the world. We got to fall back on who we are mm-hmm. as black people, right? You know, and we're not a we're not a monolith like any other group, right? One hundred percent. You know, I mean, we're 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 as different as the rainbow. But I I, I noticed that, and I've seen that more even with doing African American made because some businesses I've gone to, and they're like, well, they're, the first thing I want to tell you is, well, you know, I don't just do business with black people, and it's not what this is about, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. You okay. know, or they, they'll, they'll phrase the conversation about uh, an all-inclusion conversation, you know. Gotcha. And that's fine in its proper context, but that's not what African-American made is about. So okay. I just like to say that, not the harp on, I just like to no, say that yeah, because, yeah, yeah. No, I'm you glad know, you did. simply I'm because we say we're black doesn't mean that we're excluding anyone. 100%. Our history hasn't been one of ex- exclusion. It's been, been one of being kicked out or right. not allowed to be entered. Right, right. So I think some of us kind of like, uh, we do that reverse thing, right? We, we you know, we kind of have that conversation with each other mm-hmm. about inclusion. Like, I'm not the one you should have it with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never kicked anybody out of anywhere. Right. You know, I right. never denied anybody, you know, a plate of food because they or they call it their religion 100%. or anything. So that's been our history. Right. So, you know, um, African-American made, while we do showcase and promote African-American businesses, uh, we welcome the community 
because, you know, our community isn't comprised of, in a place like Arizona, it isn't comprised of black, well, all, only black people. Right. You know, in fact, I had a conversation with my co-host on the other, on the other channel uh, about this one time. We're talking about, you know, the community. We like to say the community, the community. And I was like, well, where do you live, man? He said, well, I live in Acadia. That's your community. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 You know? right. It's, it's for you black dudes over there, right? You know, That's right. your right. community. Yeah. Right. But we say community as a euphemism for race because we don't want to say race. Gotcha. You see what yep. I'm saying? We yep. don't want to say race. We want to say community because if you say community, what, what community in, in Arizona is a black community yeah. of nothing but black people? Right. You know, I'm from New Orleans. Eighty, well, you know, at the time I left, it was 90 percent black in the city, right? Okay. So okay. you could say that was a black city. You know, you walk in your neighborhood, you didn't see number of black folks, right? You know, you see, yeah, uh, you know, non-black people that would be coming through, riding through, collecting, right. you know, they're collecting rent, <laughs> yeah. or they're, you know, they're, you know, Get riding the, the bus, you know, yeah. something like that. So, yeah. um, I, but today, um, but more specifically, Arizona today. You know, we're a very diverse, we have very diverse communities. You can't say it's just this, it's just that. So when you say community, as a black person, what are you trying to say? Right. Now you say, well, we as a a black race in Arizona, well, we don't really get uh, a lot of shine for one reason or another. We're not really getting those dollars or whatever, those business dollars or what have you. That makes more sense to me. But when you say in my community, well, your community is where you are, and your community comprises of all different types of people. Right, one hundred percent. I just wanted to. No, share great that. point. Yeah, yeah. great yeah. point. Um, so talk about that that transition because I know for us having the musical background, um, and, and being kind of behind the scenes a little bit, and then and then moving into especially when we started doing interviews was. A hell of a transition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being able to hold a conversation that's kind of guided, right? Because um, a, a lot of podcasts are, are kind of loose. Most podcasts are kind of loose. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get into the the interview space, um, even for podcasts or whatever you want to call it, shows, it has to be somewhat guided, right? Like there has to be a level of structure to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. How did you... How was the transition for you? Because I know for us, like it took them, it took them. There were like we still go back mm, and yeah. talk about some of the early ones that we did. And we're like, man, I wish I could redo that because yes. either it was too structured, it was too loose. It you know, it there was just that transition. What has the transition been like for you moving into that space? Well, um, for me, I've been away from you know music for so many years that um, that didn't affect it. In fact, I think it helped, okay. especially in post, you know, especially yeah. editing and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah for sure. I, I think is that reaching back on those skills helped me a lot, you know. Um, now, about learning the how to do this, um, and there's more than one way to skin a cat, obviously. Right. It's education. You know, I would definitely... Uh, tell anyone that wanted to get into this to take a few courses in interviewing. Yeah, you want to do your own thing, yes, off the cuff, and yeah, you got your own nuanced way of of approaching it. But there are are some... there, there is a science to it, right? You know, and you can play with it and, and make it make it your own thing. But there is a science to engaging and talking with people. Interpersonal communication, you know, take a communication class. I mean, you don't have to formally go to a university to do that. You can go online and do it, right? You know, a lot of us say, "Well, I don't need to do all that. I don't need it." One of those people too, right? But there are some tools you can pick up and learn and watch other people do it. Watch mm-hmm. the most successful people do it. No, you're not trying to mimic what they do. You're not trying to copy their format. But there are some there are some principles about this just like music, just like uh, audio recording. There's principles that are just they're just principles to it that yep. you're going to do. So that would be that was the thing that I took from it. Um, I studied a little too much. I kept studying and studying and studying and studying because I didn't want to do it wrong. I had, you know, I'm trying to want to be perfect coming out of the gate, and it's not. You're going to do all this studying. You're going to do all this uh, 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 learning from other people, mm-hmm. and then you're going to do your own thing. You're going to fall on your face. 
that's where the education comes in at, as you probably learned yourselves, right? right. You figure out what works for you, what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, the mics were too hot, you know, um, you know, the intro wasn't right, you know, uh, maybe we shouldn't talk over each other as much, things like that, particularly when you're doing it with another person. It's easier when you do it by yourself because you're your own singular personality. You're the king of your own ship. When you share a format with someone, you have to be more diplomatic. Right. I don't care how cool you are together and how, you know, how long you get along with you. Maybe you go on double dates every, every other day with, with your wives and stuff like that. You're still going to come to a point where there's going to be a little, hmm, uh, I don't do it like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. I don't like what you just said or whatever, yep. you know. Um, so those conversations and, and having those um, that dialogue off camera about how we want to do things mm-hmm. and, you know, how you feel about this huge. and approaching it a certain way. Yep. Right. That's what I had to learn with doing a podcast with another person is how to approach it, because I came into my I came into our podcast as co as a co-host, but I came in with the technical part, you know, so. And me having this background and stuff, you know, I'm right. kind of like, I know how I want to, hey, man, you need to sit over there. Hey, man, your mic need to always be here, you know. And when I see the mic over here and we're talking and I see that mic over here and I'm like, put your mic over there. Right, you, know, right. you know what I'm saying? So things like that, that you just have to be able to approach the other person in a way that say, hey, look, you know, what do you think about this? I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. If you see like the first videos of our podcast, which were, you know, we were evolving. We're still evolving, but those are like the first, first videos. We're both, we're sitting in the, um, we do we do this show at a place called the Nook Kitchen. It's okay. a nice little swanky uh, restaurant bar type thing that uh, my man Rayshon, he has a relationship with them. And they were gracious enough to allow us to do this because we didn't have a place to do the podcast. That's dope. And um, so they have this. What is called the the uh, Godfather seat? Okay, I mean, I mean, like people book this thing like when it's open. I mean, it's like stayed booked. Okay, um, so we are both side by side looking into the camera here, and we're both just side by side. About a month ago, he comes to me and say, you know, hey man, what you think about us? Because you know, Thomas Worth, and then go into a corner, like catty corner, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, why don't we go in the corner there? Now I've already got the cameras. Finally got the, you know, finally got it. You know. Everything where you want yeah. it to be. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. I'm kind of liking the way it come out and stuff. And he's like, and I'm like, in my heart, I'm like, I don't want to do that. But something said, no, Shaka, this is just as much as that. See how it works. Sometimes you got to let a person see what doesn't work and what works. Right. You may already feel like you know it's not going to work. I don't like it. But he has to know that it doesn't work and doesn't right. like it. So in order to avoid the confrontation, let's do it. And for whatever reason, it doesn't work. The, the camera can't get there or this doesn't work or that or he's too far out of the shot. He'll come to the realization, ah, yeah, you're right, man. Maybe, that, you know, maybe we should do it the other way. 100%. So that was the approach I took to that. I love the, the angle. I like it. I look at because I do the editing. Okay. And I look at it back, you know, and I'm positioning and everything. Yeah. That does Pretty look dope. good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I, th- th- that's what I can, I can offer on that, you know, as far as um, developing and how you approach this. Everybody's going to, you can watch videos all day long till your eyes fall out of your head. Yeah. It's totally different when you set your own camera up, put your own mics mm-hmm. up, you know. I think that's key, too. We, we yeah. You, you kind of said it in the beginning about the, the, the cell phone and, and ring light. Mm-hmm. And I think it's key for people who's out there and who's either listening or watching this. Just start it. Absolutely. I think that is the biggest thing. Anybody, I think it's the biggest piece of advice uh, is to just start it. Because everything else, to your point, right, you should look at the way other people especially people you admire who like it it could be anybody mm-hmm. right it could mm-hmm. be anybody's style that you really like watch it yes mm-hmm. and l- look at that and look at what they do but i tell you what i think the biggest thing cuz him and i run across a lot of people a lot a lot because they know what we do and they were like i want to start a podcast uh, well at this point i we stopped like 
I, I'm like, do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. because we've gone so far with so many people, mm-hmm. and they never start it. And it's oh, like, exactly you guys have mean. great ideas. Do it. Yes, just yes. start it. Right. And I just really want to put that out there yeah, for people. Yeah. And I think it's really important. You are going to fail. Yeah. You're, you're going to hate yeah. the shots. You're going to hate the way you interview. You're going to hate the way you talk. You're going to hate the way you sound. Absolutely. You, <laughs> Absolutely. You're going to hate the way the yeah. lights look. It's a work in progress. Just start it. Even if you trash the first two or three or whatever yeah. and just go, yeah. Uh, we can redo that later. I yes. don't like that. That did not turn out good. And that's the beauty of it, too, because yeah. it's your content. It's your product. Oh. It's yours. You don't even have to ever publish it if you don't want. Right. Right. right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's yours. You know, it's not like you work for a net, working for a network and they're telling you we got to have this by Friday. And you're right. like, oh, mm-hmm. God, I don't like the, I got I got a bump on my lip and I can't. Right. I don't like that shot. So right. you're absolutely right. Um, I think it was kind of a coming from a technical background, that music background, Mm -hmm. you know, audio engineering. I mean, at one point I had a lot of gear. Mm -hmm. So I came from that standpoint. I walked in knowing that I wanted to have the business, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was my problem right there. Had I been somebody that never gone to recording school, never done that kind of stuff, I probably would have done the same thing. I probably would have gotten the cheapest camera I can find. Mm. I probably would have gotten the best phone I could find, maybe in a ring light and some lights and gone out and did it and mm. would have been really successful, maybe. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. Right. But coming from that background where I know that, you know, I, I, I wanted to start from at least a prosumer level, mm-hmm. the stuff is not, it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. So I watch a lot of podcasts and I see their setup and I'm like, yeah, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I have one light setup that, and mind you, I didn't go out and get all the stuff at once. You know, I, right. of it's course, over oh, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it takes, yeah. it takes no, time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, yes. And I know we people, know. I know people time. can't see this on camera or you listen, yeah. but there's a lot of gear in this. Yes, room. you don't. They don't see they, all the stuff. See. Yes, and yes. It's, it gets a little pricey, yes, but they, it took years for us to get all this. And stuff. you yeah. talk about like you say. I need a camera. Mm-hmm. So you go to Amazon and you, mm-hmm. and you see the 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 smorgasbord of cameras, mm-hmm. and you just and you fall on one. You say, okay, I can't I can't afford the three thousand dollar camera. I don't want the two thousand dollar camera. I'll settle on the thousand dollar camera, which mm-hmm. is really good for podcasts. I mean, that's all you need, right? Um, but then somebody tells you, oh, you need three of them, <laughs> right? No, that's facts. <laughs> That is, you know, a sure mic. True. I need a yeah. sure mic, man. I saved two months to get this three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar mic. You need three of them. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I won't go on and on about that, but you get my point. Right. That oh, it yeah. gets expensive. Mm-hmm. Your ideals and your dream about how you want it. You know, you see. You know, um, and I notice on you guys. You guys do it so so well. Um, you know, you go from one camera to the next. You know close-ups and things all, like that. All shout-out to Dre. Yeah. On, on this podcast, that's, that's all him, man. Shout-out, Dre. Shout-out. He's, do a, do he's an a amazing great, job. He's a sure. great editor. Yes. He really is. Um, but that, you know, that's expensive. Yeah. You know, if you don't want the one camera doing the one thing in front of you and you say, ah, I want something, it's three cameras, two cameras, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, <laughs> it can cost. So, mm-hmm. first, you want to lay out what you want to do and how you want to do it and do your research. Mm-hmm. But I totally agree with you. You have to get out there and do it because you can have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have any talent and if you don't have any ideas, if you're not creative, if you don't have, it, it's not going to work. People want to, I, I know, I listen to podcasts that, the, the the person does not show their face, mm-hmm. and they got tens of thousands of subscribers. Mm-hmm. They get tens of thousands of listeners every time they broadcast. That's amazing to me mm-hmm. because it's about what they're saying. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, what you're saying trumps all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you resonate with people, or if you got a, a fantastic voice, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> come on, you shutting the game that, down, man. That, shut that the game down. Thousands of I'm views telling you, right, right there, man. Right there, man. You know what I'm shut down the game right there. That's all you, you know. Go, talk about saying. a golden oh, voice. Man. This is the new Casey Kasem right oh, here, man. man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. We gonna AI his uh, voice, man. Oh, that's a good idea. We should. 
voice. AI your voice. And we're going to license it too, right? So you're going to come to me, you're going to say, Shaka, man, what you doing with my voice, man? I own that, man. That's crazy. If you want your voice back, it's going to cost you. Uh, oh, you speaking where? You can't speak there, man. Oh, that's crazy. You can't speak there. I think that's my conspiracy. I, need, I think that's where it's going to go. Yeah, I need to get on legal zoom <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. You got to license, license in um, uh, uh, I, I, I wonder, I'll, like, we're there, so let's just go down the tangent. Um, I wonder if that, if, if that isn't on its way soon of being able to trademark can you trade? I, I don't know. Can you trademark a voice? You uh, can't, right? I, I don't know, but I know they're fighting legally now about what, how, what you know. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Yeah. I know on the new Apple phones, the new um, software update mm-hmm. that will be pushed out to everybody uh, is you can do your own voice so and make it like what Siri. So all you have to do is speak the words in. To the phone, mm-hmm. the keywords, and it, your voice will become Siri. Yeah, but so that technology is already there yeah. in that sort of sense. That's what I'm saying. Like the technology so is there already because of the because of the AI. I wonder if that at some point I don't know we're looking I at being able to license and trademark. I don't think you can a a voice. I don't think you can. I can well, see. My I think thing you can is, do a, tr- a, a a likeness. Well, my thing is. So you're talking about entertainment for a regular consumer. Now, this is just my idea. I don't know if this is how it works. You know, you buy this little app. You're the consumer. Oh, I want to sound like Biggie Smalls, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine. Well, whoever got the app, owns the app that's using the Biggie Small voice, mm-hmm. that's the issue that I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. who, you're paying somebody for that. Right. Yeah, you see I don't what I'm saying? Know. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's interesting. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, it, might, it might be on yeah, the way. I don't know. Yeah. Congress right now is debating this whole AI thing about where it's going to go. Who knows what they want to it's do about it. It's weird and but, it's a little scary, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not terrified of it, but it is a little scary because you're just like, well... But then again, what is safe to yeah. I don't well, know. I mean, if, is, I was Den- if I were Denzel Washington or mm. Samuel Jackson or... I don't know, somebody yeah. like that. And they were using, and I, I went with my girl to watch a movie, and I saw somebody using my voice. That's a problem. Right. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, me, yeah. you know, shocker, I hear my voice up there. Well, you know, my voice, I don't make money like that. I don't use my likeness to make money on that level That's what yet. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, I think that would be, and I think they need to, they, they're probably working on how they're going to do that and stuff like that. So, yeah, I yeah. It, well, I mean, yeah. we're seeing it now with, I mean, even with streaming and, you know, with the actors and writers strike in yeah. Hollywood, you yeah. know, uh, nobody's being compensated for anything, right? Yeah. You, you do something, they pay you $5,000, see you, have, have a good day. And something's making billions of dollars of and course, nobody's being compensated right. for and it. So, to your point, though, I mean, like, you know, you sign a contract with a studio or a record label or something like that. And they say, you know, five years later, you know, you're hearing some new guy that just came up and he has your voice. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, whoa, this guy's got my voice singing my songs. I'm mean, not my songs, but singing the songs with my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, 20 years ago when you were in the game, you signed this contract, mm-hmm. we owned the right, oh, just on line seven, it says here, your voice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how to get right, from like, like that. The, you know, the like, you assign right. away something that you really don't know historically it has happened to billions of Especially people. Especially in the you know, entertainment in, in, in industry. Yeah. Entertainment yeah. industry. Oh, for sure. So I'm, I'm kind of think that maybe that's stuff that people should be concerned about because when you sign these contracts, there's always going to be a thirsty person that's going to sign that contract. Yep. How many billions of people have said... I've gotten screwed over, whether it's a movie studio or a record label, especially notorious record labels. But there's still a new crop of people the next year that's willing to sign that that contract. Every single time. Remember when the 360 came out and everybody was like, that's horrible. Who would do that? You know, know, whoever got caught in it, that's the last of caught. No, people are still signing up for it. Because they're thirsty for that fame and they're thirsty for the, you know, for the the possibility of getting on. Yeah. 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 I, I... I went on a real tangent right there. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Don't, yeah. don't get shocked at well, talking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, since we are on a, a quick little tangent, and you've mentioned it a couple times, you you've had a, you 
you have a lot of gear. Do you still have all this gear? The recording gear, the gear I didn't. You got rid gear, of everything? I got rid of everything over really? the years. Yeah, and um, I tell you, this is, uh, I'll tell you the story. So once I realized I'm working, I worked corrections for eight years. Okay. Um, state corrections here in Arizona. Um, and every dime I got outside of, uh, you know, paying bills, Went to buying another piece of gear. Mm. I know you know what that's like. One hundred percent. You know, you see that focus right, blah blah blah. Yep. It's like it's fifteen hundred dollars, and you're like, okay, that's three checks. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Legit. two checks, whatever. Yep. So I got to a point where I had just all this gear, and I was not doing what I wanted to do, and I'm working a nine to five, right? Mm. And I said to myself, I talked myself into believing that, hey, look, I can't continue to do this. I can't keep buying this stuff, and I'm not doing. I'm not, you know, flourishing in this business. Right. You know, it became a professional hobby at that point. So, um, unfortunately, I made the decision that I was going to, you know, just shut it down and, you know, start getting rid of the gear. And slowly I did that. Five years, six years later, um, I went through a a hard period. And uh, I was, it dawned on me why I was having such a hard time. I never made the connection until this point that it was because I didn't have that to lean on. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, in music, people think music is just entertainment, but for us as creators, as far as producers and things like that, yeah. beat makers or whatever, it's therapeutic, man. Mad mm-hmm. therapeutic. It's like when you're on the edge, or you you very seldom get on the edge because you have that thing there. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have that thing to go to, and I didn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I did it to myself. I took it away. So I realized I made the biggest mistake in my life. So if I have to say anything to your viewers, please do not get rid of your gear. I don't care if it sits in your garage for 15 years. You know it's there. One day you're going to fire everything back up mm-hmm. again. Oh, yeah. And I had nothing to fire back up on. Mm. So have you purchase anything because i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you something that's a that's a constant knock for people who have done music in some sort of way right it it, it's a knock it's a a lack of a better term it's an ex-girlfriend knocking on hey look i was the best thing you ever had (laughs) come back over here it keeps calling me it keeps calling me so my question is is that in the car? Like, are you going to get like just one little? Piece I'm so of much. Gear? I'm in love with this video stuff, man. Mm. Okay. And I, I don't. And, but and I agree. Say, but let me say this though: I don't think there's much of a difference. I really don't. One is audio. One is audio video. Yep. I don't think. I think they're very close cousins. One hundred percent. You yeah. know, maybe even maybe even siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it would be nothing for me to step into a studio right now after not being in one in a long time. Mm-hmm. And knowing exactly what to do. Yep. 100%. I, I know that board, like the back, and go to any board and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, you might not like what comes out of it or whatever, but I'm saying, like, right. I, I, I can know my way around. It right. never leaves you. It right. never leaves no, you. It no. So, to, your, to your, your question, I'm always open to that, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm in love with this stuff here. I'm in love with. Let me tell you what my day is like. This is not a pat on the back because it's really counterintuitive. <laughs> It's really, I've seen smart people do it. The way you do it is smart. The way uh, 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 Daze does it, uh, Blaze does it is smart. Uh The way TJ do it is smart. I'm taking all this stuff. Imagine, seat stands, um, heavy lights, bulbs, um, the the tripods, the, the whole rig. I'm lugging all that stuff all over the valley to get to get this content. You guys are smart. You say, okay, be at my place at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right. I, I, you know, I will so, say, though, you're, you're smart, though, because nobody's really doing that. Yes. You yeah. know, I, I, I would actually flip the script on that and mm. say you're more of the, the smarter one because there is not much content like that. Most content is shot in a place of a studio that we are in mm-hmm. currently right now. Yeah. So... I like it visually. I've I've watched some of your content, Thank and you. it, it's it. I really enjoy that you are in businesses. Yes, you know, and you're sitting there having a one on one with them. Yes, like it's pleasing to see it out and about, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with studio. This is fantastic Absolutely. too. It's yeah. just two different medium in in the or two different spaces, mm-hmm. you know, that are working 
kind of differently. And I think it favors you to kind of go out, you know, and showcase these businesses, not just the people, but actually their business. Absolutely. And that was my ideal. That was my, um, you know, that was my goal to do that. And um, it's been it's been very rewarding and I've learned a lot. You know, every environment has a different lighting situation. Yep. Aside from learning just basic lighting principle, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, having to deal with that in different environments, you know, setting up and things like that and meeting the people that are coming into the business and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, I like the way I do it. Um, I don't either one or two things is going to happen in a year or two. Uh, with African-American made. Either I'm going to get some help mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm going to, you know, probably transition to something else as the African-American made become m- more known. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love the way it's the way I'm doing it because I do get to get out there and find out what's going on. As a coming from a music background, I keep pointing to you. You as a music too, but uh, you got that voice, man. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> I gotta hear you on a track. I know you on a track somewhere. You uh, gotta be on a track. Oh, he's somewhere. on plenty of tracks. Oh, I gotta hear it. Some I gotta hear drop, it. Fancy. Oh my goodness, yeah. I gotta hear about a track. Oh, man. But uh, you know, talking to these people and 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 um, engaging with them is has been very rewarding and getting to know a lot of people making relationships too so my goal is about relationships best part so of let me switch do. it just a little bit yeah, since i'm sure. on a relationship thing i the same principle with rashad uh rashad and shaka podcast right um my ideal is to do uh more podcasts uh, maybe a, a, other subjects and things like that. Okay, like different uh, different shows. Yeah, maybe a reaction show or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And we didn't want to really do a reaction show with this. We want to kind of keep it the way it is. But eventually, we want to have like people that come in with some kind of like outrageous thing, right? Like maybe somebody that you know that's in the guns or something like that. Okay, somebody that does something kind of like not just the, the re- regular norm, normal stuff, but something kind of like edgy. Okay, you know, fair uh, enough. We're kind of working that out. But I, I want to do something political. I want to do a political thing, and I want to do kind of like a reaction to something, something, whatever. So th- there are several ideals out there that uh, we want to do. But um, it takes time, mm-hmm. and it's a learning. Each each endeavor is a, is a learning experience. I want to say that I have not made a dollar from any, any of this yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't made a dollar from it. So the uh, initial goal with African American Made was that, you know, we, you know, get all these amazing people on a platform, you know, have a, start doing lives and things like that, and hopefully start generating some income like that. Well, that hasn't happened yet, but hopefully that's in the work. Right. You know, um, Rashawn and Shaka podcast is a totally different thing. But what I want to say about the podcast and the uh, and the other platform is that it's about relationships. There are a lot of people out here doing content. I just, I just happen to, you know, stumble on them looking at other stuff. Yep. And they all have low numbers. What we're not understanding is that it's a community. Not now we'll use the word community. We have to build that community by doing what you do and what I do. Is that engaging with people and not being afraid to have somebody that does a podcast mm-hmm. down the street from you to come on your show? One hundred percent. You know, if I got fifty subscribers and you got fifty, we could share those. Both mm-hmm. of us could have a hundred. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So we have to learn that. We have to learn that now. I'm late in the game. You know. Uh, you know. During during COVID, can I say COVID now? Yeah, oh, it's a, it's a COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said pandemic. We use all the damn words. You know, whole thing shut down. Um, <laughs> you know, I yeah. I like many people. I watched a lot, a lot of content, mm-hmm. and I realized that where have I been? You know, working, mm-hmm. doing this, doing that. Man, people out here getting it on the internet. One hundred percent. You know, so I feel like I'm kind of late in the game. You know, so but we can do it. We could definitely have. Uh, podcasts or uh, content, YouTube channels with high numbers. I look at a lot of local people. We all have low numbers. There's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's because what you said earlier in the, at the top of the show is that we, I won't say necessarily a crab in a bucket thing, but I'm just doing my own thing over here. Right. But if you want to grow, you got to engage. All the big YouTube channels, or the, the big ones I watch at least, they co-op with other people 100 percent, and that's how you grow a channel mm-hmm. yep 
we need to get on that. Yeah, we definitely need to get on that. Agreed. So, I agree. Yeah, yeah. and I and I think to but your, you guys are already doing it, but I'm saying like yeah, more more of us out here need to do. But it. But yeah, like I, I want you to cook on this because I, I know you feel strongly about this. But 100%. I I I just I really agree. Like the the best thing about doing this is the relationships. Yeah, like just talking to you now right and seeing here I, I could already tell you we'll have a relationship even if we don't talk all the time oh, at least course. we'll know yeah, yeah. hey we can you know come back on our show let's talk you know mm-hmm. what are we doing you know let's spin the block let's come back year round you know what's going on here what's going on here and mm-hmm. and just having that relationship is a beautiful thing Go ahead. yeah I mean look it's the best part of what we do right and mm-hmm. when we when we started it was just uh, him and I, and 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 that was it, right? And then we started getting into the interviews. Um, so a little bit different path because you went straight into the interviews. But as you go through it, you're like, I mean, ninety percent of the people that we've talked to, I can reach out to anytime, and they will always hit me back. Yeah. And whether it's a question, whether it's Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, I haven't heard from you in a minute. You good? The family good? Yeah. Hey, man, I, man, you killing it? Whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. with the relationship part of it is just and like you like you said earlier, the dopest thing about it is that as you continue that journey, get into that circle, now it's like hey, hey. Come on, let my boy right here. You know, you know what? You need to go see them down on, on whatever street. Absolutely. And then now you you start realizing that that network is just and, and organically expanding because mm-hmm. when you're around good people who have who are creative, who are doing their thing, or or, or just even having the owner, just being an owner of, of whatever businesses that that is, that is a creation. You are still creative in that space. Mm-hmm. Not only does it put a, a, a proverbial battery in your back, but then you start to do that for other people as well. Right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I think that's, you know, you, you doing that has been, it's tremendous. Tremendous. For me, going in, in and out of these businesses, talking to these people, um, my personal agenda is to learn something from it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. a restaurant, let's just say a restaurant. What good is it for me to go there and spend time asking this person all these questions, put up this content? If I haven't learned anything about how they run a restaurant, I mean, they're, gonna, they're not going to tell me what's in the stew or nothing. But you know what I mean? Right. Like, um, It's an opportunity because when people invite you in their space, that means a lot. 100%. They're saying, I take a chance on you. You know, um, my content, um, when I when I go to a place and they've, they allow me in there, I think... I, I they value what I do. Of course, maybe they think that they're going to get some extra people walking the door by maybe just another platform that could showcase what they do. Everybody, everybody has an, a personal agenda. There's nothing wrong with that. But on top of all that is, I dig what you're doing, you know, and I'm yeah. going to take a chance. I'm going to allow you in my space. Yep. When people see you got something of value, because let's be honest, there's a lot of there's a lot of effery going on out mm-hmm. there on the internet, right? Yep. People, you know, just buffoonery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we're doing is something a little different. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to inject a little levity, a little fun in it, you know, mm-hmm. have fun with it and things like that. But I think we're on the spirit of really trying to uh, build a community, like you said, organically. Mm-hmm. African American made, in, in and of itself, a black thing saying like black promote black business that's not a new thing in fact i learned and i thought i don't know i was under this pressure i've been out here 20 years and i always thought well, like a lot of people well we need a black platform we need a black what is a bunch of them out there there's right. a lot of black this black that promote this black black businesses there. a lot of them are posing as networking op, op, uh, so, social media or um what they call a networking yep. platforms yeah right? yep. uh-huh. they're not really well, I say they're not really. They could be. I don't know. But it seems to me that they're not really um, doing what we do. What they're doing is they're using it as a way to say, okay, be a part of my network, and I'll introduce you to these all these other people. Right. You know, I, and what I do, I don't act as a gatekeeper. I want to be a conduit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just like 
TJ said, hey, go check out this, these guys over here. TJ has nothing to do with it. That's exactly what I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, you know, oh, you're trying to start a um, perfect example. I call a star prince. Um, brother also has a, um, uh, he does videos. He does uh, music videos, too. Okay. Um, decided he wanted to get into the printing business, whatever. I talked to a young guy, said that he was interested in doing that. Go talk to my man. He mm-hmm. does it. Maybe he'll be able to put you on or something. Right. You know, that's a conduit. Yep. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Or if you see a video, that's why I put all the information about the person in the video. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to talk to Shaka Shabazz. Mm -hmm. But if I hear somewhere that A went and talked to B as a result of that video, I'm content. Mm Yeah. You know. Yeah. So not to say that I'm an altruistic person or anything like that, but that's the beauty of of, of what we're trying to do. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Shaka, was there anything that we missed that we didn't cover? My next album coming out in December. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That was, that was that was be <laughs> you know, we always looking for that drop, too, man. We always looking yeah, for it. Yeah, I saw it. you had a guy on. I know we're wrapping it up. I was listening to the brother uh, had AG, AZ Hip Hop or AZ, AZRap.com. Um, oh, uh, deep in the music game here. I learned a lot from that listening to that video. Um, you also had um, the brother that has the bookshop. I have not had a chance to get around there yet. I did send him an email months ago. I never got anything back. But oh, the, the black the, uh, bl- bookstore, right? Yeah, yeah. grassroots, grassroots, yep. think, grassroots yeah. bookstore. Yep. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to profile that brother and in, in, in their place as well. Yeah, um, I have a long list, but. Um, so yeah, I, I I dig what you guys are doing, Thank but the you. brother with the, the I learned a lot on that. I didn't know that AZ rap was popping like that. Mm. You know, I, I really didn't know. I didn't was know it that. The Matlocks one? Yeah, was I think so. It, the, was it he had the he had the um, internet. He had the internet station. He was talking about how they started the internet platform. Um, the then they had the channel, and then he fought, he sold it eventually. He sold the platform. I know you like me. You talk to so many people. You don't remember. But, um, yeah, I'm going. Yeah. But he gave the whole rundown, like he, you know, how he started in the music business and here locally. And then he was getting all these uh, uh, artists from out, outside of AZ that wanted to put their stuff on this platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Blaze Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yep. of heavy set guy. A little stout. Yeah, yeah, Bla- it was Blaze, Blaze Rock. It was Blaze yeah. Rock. Yeah, yeah, that was very interesting. It was, yeah, uh, uh, yeah AZ Hip Hop. Yeah, that's AZ right. Hip Hop. Yeah, 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 yeah Blaze Rock. We do, we do so many, man. Shout out to Blaze Rock, man. Yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out, man. Yeah. So people are watching this stuff, man. Yeah. I watch, and when I engage, I watch the content. Because the other thing is, watch the content. Please watch the content. I'm talking directly to you guys. Watch the content. It means so much to us. There's a lot of work that goes into this, you know. I know my man, he's the man with the golden voice and everything, you know. But <laughs> editing, editing, and the whole background stuff after you get off, it's a whole nother thing. And yep. so, for someone to watch your video, it, it, it means a lot. It means mm-hmm. a ton, you know. It does. So, yeah. Yes. Well, Mr. Shocker, thank you again. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you both. Yeah, man. Thank look, you for coming on. Look forward to. Uh, more of the African American made. Look forward to more of the Ray Sean and Shaka and whatever other shows that you know you're going to curate uh, real soon here. Go definitely get you on the Ray Sean and Shaka show. Right. Okay, uh, y'all yeah. already know what it's about over okay. there, so say, right? Say so. the word. Yeah, say the word. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, definitely get you on there. Thank sure. you, brother. Yeah, thank, yeah, thanks for coming through. No, man. thank you we guys. Really do appreciate, it, man. Yeah. It's been an awesome time, yeah, and we you. we thank do you. look forward to collabing. Absolutely. In the future, you know, anything I can do, like, anything you know? I can do to to help or throw my hand in or whatever, just holler at me. Awesome, absolutely, man. we really do. And we're down it. the street. I'm down the street from you, so that's true. You are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you need a mic. You need a mic or something or whatever. Oh, I know you got to go, but I got to no, tell you this. I got to tell you this. So I just spent eight hundred dollars on batteries for like lights and yeah. cameras and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, things are be- not. 
cheap. No. They're not cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, I could have went with the Pinto, but of course, you know, coming from court yeah. engineering, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Right. Oh, yeah. it lasts five minutes longer than the other one for a hundred more dollars? Yeah, I want that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so I just got new gear, some some additional gear, because in, in, uh, I was like, you know, plugging up because I did not want to go the battery route, right? Right. So I was plugging up everywhere I went, but we're going to start doing some uh, location stuff with Rayshawn and Shaka. Mm-hmm. So I invested in these batteries. <laughs> Just to say, man, the stuff, it, it, it never stops. It never stops. It, it never mm-hmm. stops. It, it never, never stops. It, yeah. it doesn't. Uh, two weeks ago, we went to uh, the boxing match. Would have loved to have you guys there. That would have been awesome. Okay. So this guy called OG Boxing, mm-hmm. and he does boxing. He promotes boxing matches around the valley. Okay. Very good, great turnout. They've been gracious enough to allow us to do an on-location thing when they have their, their fights. Oh, okay. So um, the last, not the one I just posted this week, but last week you'll see us on location there, our first on location, and I did a montage of the fight and the, the event after that, after the fight. So um, I say all that to say that we need to get out in the community, too. 100%. Because we can grow. We can grow as podcasters in Arizona. I can't, ex- I can't say this enough. We have, so, we have hundreds of podcasters out here. Mm-hmm. If we create a network, we can all blow. Well, most of us, not all of us, but right, right. some of us are just not going to, some of us just don't have the golden voice. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank That's you guys be, so much. This Thank is going to be the name of this episode, the golden voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's cool. The golden voice episode, uh, man. Thank you so much. Thank Again, you we, we appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, we will sprinkle everything down below right, too, uh, you know. So okay, great. We, we will do that for great. you. You guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is... The gray space. Peace. Peace. Okay, guys, stay right.